Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast. My name is Tegan and I'm joined with my co-host Sadie. Hello. And we are doing another annual video. This is something we do usually towards the end of December every single year. And it's talk about our goals that we set previously, have a general reflection on the year, talk about how we think the year went and what our goals are going forward. So if you've been a longtime listener, you probably heard us set these goals back in January, and now you get to hear if we actually achieve them, which is mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I love doing this because I think we come on the podcast every week giving our best advice, and it, yeah. I feel like it's so easy to give advice, but then it's like, okay, let's be honest. We don't always follow our own advice. We don't always, yeah. you know, live the perfect life that we – not even perfect life, just like the best life that we encourage yeah. you guys to live, and we don't always accomplish all of our goals, and, you know, we go through our own shit just like you are going through your own shit on the other end yeah. of this podcast, so it's always nice just to have a good life chat, keep it real with you guys, and I don't know, I guess just have a little bit of a personal update as well rather than just like general life chats about a specific topic. Yeah, 100%, and I feel like it's always nice to have just like a chill chatty episode in the middle of the December craziness. This is the kind of episode I feel like you could have like a cup of tea or a cup of hot chocolate or something, or you could be reflecting on your own goals and, you know, it's kind of chill, cozy vibes, not like here's how to prep for Christmas. Or I find that like a lot of our episodes for obvious reasons are very like actionable this time of year. Mm -hmm. And this is more like chill reflection time. Yeah. I love it. So turn on the Yule log, put us on, <laughs> I was going to say, put us yep. on your, some sort of speaker, set the, set the mood, but yeah. And it's so funny how many of our like December episodes are annual traditions. Like I feel the holiday yeah. season's like rooted in tradition and we have our own little traditions here on our Golden 20s podcast. So that's kind of funny. Great. I guess we can start with our 2023 goals and reflection of the year. Mm -hmm. And so if anyone didn't hear that episode, we can kind of fill you in on what you missed. But did you want to kick us off, Sadie? 
Sure. I think I can keep it kind of, I don't know. I was going to say, I'll try to keep it fairly quick, but at the same time, as soon as I say that, I like jinx myself and I ramble on forever. (laughs) So try to think where to start, I guess. Where I'll start is by saying that typically I like to find a word or a theme or an intention for my year. Last year was my year of wellness. And then this year I had my year of discipline. And sometimes I take it even a step further and I find some sort of like little mantra to say to myself in this year for my year of discipline, my little mantra was I got to stay focused. And where all this came from was coming out of my year of wellness in 2022. I was really focused on developing healthy habits, developing my routines to get my mental health back on track after a few rough years with the pandemic. So this year, I feel like I was really dedicated to that through 2022. And I ended the year feeling way better than I ended 2021. So going into this year, I was like, I want this to be my year of discipline where essentially I'm not striving for more necessarily. I'm not striving to be bigger and better. I'm just trying to stay on top of these healthy habits I've spent the past year creating because I know they make me feel better. And I just want to continue to feel better. So that was kind of the whole intention of this year. And I will say, obviously, that doesn't mean every single day I was like killing my water goals and every week I was, you know, hitting the gym and doing all the workouts. Like, obviously, there were times where I fell off and I'll get to that more in a minute, I guess. But overall for the year, I feel like I was really quite successful in staying disciplined to those healthy habits and routines. I think almost sometimes to a fault where I was like, no, I don't want to do this because if I do this on a Tuesday night, I can't go to my Tuesday night yoga class. You know, like the routine part I was very disciplined with, but that was kind of the focus of the year. I can go into some of the goals that supported my year of discipline, but maybe even before I get into that, just another kind of like recap of the year, I'd say starting the year, I remember feeling like this year is going to be pure magic. Like I just felt like I had lucky girl syndrome in January and like good things were happening to me. I was just having like the best time opportunities were coming up and friends asking me to do things. And I was like, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do that. And I was just having a great time. My sister got engaged. She decided they were going to get married in the summer, which we know ended up happening. And it was a great time, very special for my family. And I just remember being like, this is such a good year for me and my family. Like I can feel it. And I'll say probably January to April, that was my like state of mind where I really just felt, I don't know, just kind of on top of the world. I went on quite a few dates. I was also a bridesmaid and my college roommate's wedding and it was a destination wedding in the Dominican, my first all-inclusive resort. So I was just, you know, living my best life. But coming back from that trip in April, I got really sick actually. Like, I don't even know what it was. The girls I was on at the destination wedding with were like, you literally have the plague. Like there was somebody (laughs) on the plane who was dying two seats across from me. And they, on the plane, they're like, this man has the plague. And then I got so sick. They're like, okay, yeah. And I wasn't testing positive for COVID. I don't know what it was. Anyways, I ended up having to take another week off work. So I was gone for two weeks. And when I went back to work, it was just like total game changer in my entire life where I took on a whole 
I'm actually going to say we also did a summer reflection. So some of this might be like True. repetitive to what I was saying through that episode. But in short, I took on this whole other team at work and it was really, I'm somebody who puts a lot of time and effort and like thought into work. So even though I was maybe maybe only working nine to five, it really messed with my mental health, I guess. And I feel like since then, so since literally May, I just had a whole bunch of different mental health battles and I feel like part of having challenging mental health or like challenging times with your mental health, often the first thing to go is your routine and all those healthy habits that you know make you feel better. You're just like, I don't want to do them. I feel drained and I don't have energy to get to the yoga studio to, you know, do all these things that I know will make me feel better. So I did lose sight of my whole discipline theme for a while, if I'm being honest. And then probably come August, September, that's my busiest time at work. So I had kind of settled into my new role, but it's our busiest time of year with back to school and stuff. So that was very chaotic. And then just kind of the lead up to my birthday, which is in October. Just again, I was going through like a lot of like self-realizations and epiphanies through my therapy journey, which is really great. And again, we talk so much about, you know, how great therapy is and how it can be life-changing and how it's so great to know yourself. But I feel like we don't often talk about how hard it is to come to some of these realizations and to have these epiphanies and then be like, what do I do with this information? Where do I go now, now that I've learned this about myself? So there was a lot of that through September and October where I was like having these realizations, but I'm like so drained because when I'm not thinking about work, I'm now thinking about, you know, just all of these things that I was working through in therapy. So it's been a roller coaster of a year. I feel like now where I'm at is very much a like, I'm ready for a new year. I'm ready for, I don't know, just to kind of hit the reset button. And looking back on the year, I actually feel like I did way more than I realized and I gave myself credit for, which I think we'll talk about in a little bit, some of our highlights and like moments and memories from the year. But that's kind of my year in a recap. But maybe I'll pass it over to you, Tag, before I jump into some of my like specific goals and how I did on those. Sure. Yeah. My year was good. It was interesting. I was talking with my family and everyone, including like my husband and my mom and dad were like, this year was terrible. It was awful. And I didn't feel that way at all. This year was like a lot, but I did feel like it was overall very positive for me. But obviously there were ups and downs. The year started out on like a very rocky start. My grandma passed away a couple days after New Year. And usually I love that time of year and it's like a big reset time and I'm very motivated. And obviously that was not the vibe this January. And it just made the whole like January and halfway through February feel very like discombobulated. And then it was like I was feeling like guilty for feeling that way too. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling guilty for like not being as strict with my goals. But then it was like this weird inner battle where part of me was like, you need to give yourself more grace. And part of me was like, no, you need to like not try to make excuses for yourself. And so starting off the year like that, it was just 
very not the January vibe (laughs) that I enjoy. And I really like January. I get like pumped up. Even now I'm like planning my January goals and, you know, so that was how it started. And then in the middle of February, I had like a really amazing vacation. I went to Mexico and all inclusive. And the intention was like, we are just relaxing. We're not planning big events. We're not staying up late. We are just chilling. We're going to sit at the pool every single day. And that's the plan. And it was like amazing, like completely reset myself. So that was great. I was a little bummed, like coming back into Canada in February and having to just go back to my normal life. But that was good. And then I feel like April to now, it's just been like, go, 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 go. Like so busy and there's been lots of amazing things, which like I can get into, but like financially this year is my most successful year I've ever had from work to like side hustles to all this stuff. And so that's been part of why it's like, go, go, go. And it's just been like great opportunities coming up and things that I want to say yes to. But then at the same time, it's like, I still feel like summer hasn't happened and we're going into Christmas and like I haven't gone to book club since May because (laughs) I've just been running around like a maniac. And so it is good. But at the same time, I'm like, some things need to change for the next year. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, no, I think that makes that makes total sense. And I think that's what we were saying, you know, in our summer reflection halfway through the year where we're like. We're not even processing life. We're just like going through the motions and dealing with things as they come. And I think for you, like you're saying, it's being really busy. For me, another big thing was I entered my Saturn return and I could feel the moment it happened where I was like, (laughs) it's just one thing after the other that Mm -hmm. is like the universe testing me, you know? So it's like, if you're busy, if things just pop up, yeah, it can get yeah overwhelming to the point where you're like I'm not even processing what's happening anymore I'm just yeah yeah in survival mode getting through totally one day at a time yeah 100% and like I said it's been busy with good things and things that I'm grateful for but it's been busy nonetheless (laughs) yeah 100% Awesome. Well, I think we can maybe chat maybe a bit more about specific goals that we set. I literally have my journal here. I came to this episode like it's literally a therapy session for me. (laughs) My journal, I have it open to my 2023 goals, but really I'll, and I'll probably breeze through some of this, but again, going back to the whole like staying disciplined with healthy habits, I wrote how I wanted to stay on my schedule of going to therapy once a month, working out three times a week, and yoga two to five times a week that would maybe count as a workout I can't remember my logic behind it (laughs) I'll say I did a lot of these things my workouts not so much I really focused and prioritized going back to the yoga studio over going to the gym and you know I'm not a gym person even like hit workouts things like that at home I kind of fell off I was really wanting to just get out and do workouts outside of my house. So the yoga studio was my way for that. And then I tried F45, which might sound so dumb, but that was a yearly goal that I had. Mm-hmm. So I tried it for a week. Don't love it. Didn't like sign up to go back, but I tried it. And that yeah. was within this kind of bucket. 
Also, the second area I had was staying disciplined to clearing up my skin. This is people are like, Sadie, we get it. You have bad skin and it ruins your life. We understand. (laughs) This year, I refuse to let it ruin my life anymore. So really, I was like focused on my water intake, also trying to eat less sugar and dairy, which is hard, but really tried to limit that when I could. And then also just staying consistent with my skincare routine, getting Mm -hmm. facials. I actually got, I don't know if I had had a facial before this year, maybe one or two, but this year I got maybe like one quarterly. Like I had maybe Mm -hmm. four or five facials this year. And I do think they really did help. And not only that, but it was so nice just to be like, I'm paying this person for the next like half hour to an hour. And we're just going to talk about my skin, my skin problems, the skincare products I use. Like it was just like a almost therapy session because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to talk to this person about my skin since everyone else is tired of hearing about it. (laughs) (laughs) So that was big. Also part of this was, I think I mentioned this in last week's episode, but like doing a juice cleanse and just like really rebooting my system and effort to help my skin. Same with daily vitamins and pre and probiotics. And then the last thing in here was a routine focused goal, which was washing my makeup brushes once a week. Mm -hmm. And again, I talked about that in our favorite episode last week, but I was extremely good with washing my makeup brushes that I am very proud of. Then last few things, I was wanting to stay disciplined with my money I would say that I was very consistent with my like contributions to my savings accounts. Controlling my spending habits was another thing. And I was probably most successful with this by cutting back at Sephora. So this whole mm-hmm. skincare journey and money journey go hand in hand, if you can believe that or not, where I've just been like so desperate to do anything for my skin, where I'm spending a lot of money on it, where this year I was like, fuck it. No. It is what it is. <laughs> Sephora, I've given you so much money over the past two years and I still have bad skin, like not anymore. So anyways, that was a big thing. And also just trying to control my shopping with some no shop months throughout the year, things like that. And then another thing in here was diversifying my income streams. And I don't feel like I really did this. However, again, I was putting in a lot of time at work That was like draining my mental health where I very consciously was like, you know what? I can't take on more in other income streams. All of this to say, though, I had a really great quarterly check-in with my manager two weeks ago at this point. And it feels like there's good news coming for me and the career front in terms of like a raise and a promotion in the new year. So all that hard work was worth something and hopefully will benefit my income in the new year as well. So feeling hopeful about that. And again, like all that hard work was for something. And then last, second last thing on the list, staying disciplined with dating. This was trying to give dating apps a real chance. I did this well in the beginning half of Mm -hmm. the year, like that January to April timeframe when I was on top of the world. Dating apps, hell yeah, they were working for me, but then I fell off. And when my mental health is on a like down low. I'm like, I'm not dating. I don't want people to meet me this way. So wasn't really consistent with the dating apps. However, I did go to the most dating events I've ever been to in my life in the Mm -hmm. past year. Um, So that was, I think, two different speed dating events and then just like meetups and mingle events. So that was really great. And I'm proud of myself for putting myself out for that. 
And then the last thing all ties back to this podcast, really wanting to just stay disciplined with the podcast, making sure, you know, we were showing up every week, continuing on all of the uh, consistency that we've built over the past few years during the pandemic, knowing this year was like going back into real life post pandemic. I was like, hopefully the podcast still survives, you know, so just trying to pull my weight there. And then one thing, continuing to grow our audience and followers that goes in that. And then the one thing that I feel like we didn't really do, but sort of was monetizing the podcast. So that was an idea of diversifying income streams, a different way to grow the podcast. And while we didn't like we don't necessarily make money off the podcast. I feel like we've had other really cool opportunities come up through the podcast that I'm really proud of. If it's receiving PR, as silly as that sounds, just connecting with like business owners, things like that, or even going to a few kind of influencer events, if you will. I think that was really fun and all a testament to our dedication to the podcast. So that was the last goal I had. Lots of like buckets of goals with little goals under it, but yeah. I love it. Yeah. I had some similar goals. I also have my journal here. So love it. look at <laughs> us like sharing around the campfire or something. But the first goal I wrote was to hit 15k TikTok followers. And oh, yeah. we successfully achieved that. Thank the Lord. Like doubled that. Yes. Yeah. We're now almost at 30k. So that is a job well done. And what's crazy about this goal is I can't remember if Sarah Jenkins said this on our podcast or if she said it in a video I watched of hers. But when she was setting her follower goal, her friend was like, set a goal that's way higher than what you want your actual goal to be, because then you'll achieve your actual goal. No problem. And so my actual real number was 10K. And it was by the end of November, we were at like nine something. And I was like, I'm just going to have to buy followers at this point. Like we're going to have to reach this goal. So, and then luckily videos started popping off. We started gaining followers. And then I was like, it's true. Like we hit the 10K, no problem. Mm -hmm. So that was just a weird, interesting, like manifestation insight I wanted to share. Yeah. The next thing I wrote down was to do a paid ad on the podcast, which we did not do. We have affiliate links where we earn a percentage of sales, which spoiler alert is not that high, but no like strictly paid ad. And I don't think it was for lack of trying. I feel like I could have been reaching out to more brands, but I did reach out to a fair amount of brands. If there's a brand that say we mentioned in an episode, I reach out and I say, we mentioned you in this episode and here, but didn't hear from any of them. We'll see. This will probably be a repeat goal because I would love to make money (laughs) from this podcast. So that is on there. I said I wanted to come up with morning and night routines and I sort of did that. I do have morning and night routines, but they're not quite in a place where I'm super happy with them fully. And I also find that if there's a time where I'm really busy, the routines go out the window Mm -hmm. where that's not what I want. So that I think is going to continue into the next year as well read 35 books. I think I'm at 31. So this might 
not be a goal I achieve unless I read like a little maniac over Christmas break, but that's fine. I'll set it as the same number next year and see if I have more success. Part of that was not going to book club because <laughs> like I will not show up to book club without having read the book, even if it's like I've got two days we were reading every second. So being so busy, that was all a part of that. I wanted to watch 100 movies. I have achieved that goal. I think I'm at like 105 right now. Which is interesting because in our summer goals, I was way under the 50%. So I was like, I'm probably mm. not going to reach that goal. Meanwhile, reading, I was way above. And here we are. Mm. They're flipped. And the last one was, I wanted to get my nails done once a month. And I don't think I did. That. Although it does feel like I've had my nails done more than 12 times this year. But the idea behind that was that I just wanted to take the time to prioritize like self-care and looking good and that whole idea. But I don't know if I actually achieved it or not, but it wasn't, you know, if I only went 11 times, it's not the end of the world. I feel like I achieved what I was trying to with the intention of that goal. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah, I love that. And I love your mindset towards it where you're like, even if I didn't achieve this, I did my best and I'm yeah. proud of that. You know, like yeah. even your reading goal, you read 31 books. Like that is a lot of books, you know? Yeah, I so it's so. like, okay, maybe it's not 35, but that's still more than yeah. two books a month, you know? Like yeah. definitely still something to be proud of. And I was also going to say on the whole podcast stuff, like Tegan has definitely been putting in the work for those TikTok followers. Like oh, I try. if you guys don't, <laughs> she has tried. She's been so consistent and yeah. tries so hard regardless of how much the TikTok algorithm has shadow banned us, hates yes. us, like tries to knock us down and take yeah. us like, whatever, I'm going to keep going. And then to her point, um, if you guys don't follow us on TikTok, go follow us. Tegan's been doing an uh, advent calendar through the month of December. And that yeah. series is what blew up. I think yeah. your initial video has like over 2 million views. Yeah. And people are coming back for every single day and following along that journey. So it's like literally, you know, this one TikTok she posted yeah. just totally helped you achieve that Changed goal. The game. Like, yeah. It did. Yeah. So. Anyways, all this to say, Tag, I am so proud of you and all the brand Thanks. stuff you do for the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, you are definitely I'm out there. The quarterback. Yeah. Fighting the fight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like you said, even if things didn't come to fruition the way you had maybe envisioned, there's so much yeah. that you should be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I feel like even say if, you know, this series didn't blow up and I didn't reach my goal of TikTok followers, I still would have known that I did everything in my power to get there. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think is like the big thing with goals. Yeah. Where I like before I would set them regularly, I would set goals with like no actual plan of how to achieve them. Whereas now I'm like, okay, I want to get, you know, 15K followers. Here's how I'm going to do it. And then it's like, if I do all the things I plan, I can't be mad about. Mm -hmm. only having 9k or whatever totally and you know what so funny about that was well not funny but I had the same realization probably back in September where I was like I just yeah. feel so sick of myself like I feel mm -hmm. so sick that I'm in this like 
really down, like low points in my, with my mental health, but I know these routines and healthy habits are what's going to pull me out, but I'm not showing up for myself. And I'm also very hard on myself, not very compassionate with myself. So I was trying to be compassionate, but I was like, I remember so vividly through college, I would do literally anything to make this dream life that I envisioned for myself, Mm -hmm. my reality. And I don't know when I stopped doing that for myself, you know, like, yeah. And I feel like now I've achieved all these things, but it's because I put in the work. So I just had to, this was one of the things I was working through in therapy where I was like, why don't I show up for myself anymore? Mm. And how can I start? And that was literally the only answer is just do it, you know, put in the effort and then you can't be mad at yourself for not trying where that's where I was getting mad at myself. So it sounds so simple, but I know it can be hard, but to your point- If you're putting in the effort and it still doesn't come to fruition, oh, well, at least you tried. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I also think like sometimes people ask me how I prioritize like the podcast when I'm working and all this stuff. And I think we've talked about this before, but I always have like a prioritization list. So it's like, yeah, I'm growing towards, you know, 15K TikTok followers. But realistically, is that as important as, you know, doing physical exercise or doing any Mm -hmm. of these other things? It's like, no. And I know that. (laughs) And so it's like if there's a week where I'm like, I do not have time for TikToks. It's like learning this year, especially like, yeah, no TikToks are getting posted and that's fine. And so that I don't know if it's like getting older or getting more comfortable with like letting other people down or whatever it is. But that Mm -hmm. I think was another big part of it this year that made the stakes seem lower where it was like, I'm going to post a TikTok every day. And then if I missed a day, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. We'll see if it's different now that there are people who like are following to see me. Maybe the (laughs) pressure's back on. But yeah, I think that that was a part of why I got more relaxed with my goals too. Yeah. Yeah. I have a similar thought that I think we'll get to in our 2024 intentions, but where it's like, I think that's part of getting older where you just stop taking things so seriously. You know, like you realize, okay, it's not the end of the world if this doesn't happen. It's not the end of the world if this happens or whatever. Like you can just kind of enjoy the ride a little bit more and not take it so seriously. Yep, exactly. Well, maybe we can talk a little bit about just like our highlights, some favorite moments and memories and Mm -hmm. reflections on like more events of the year. Yeah, definitely. I'll try to go through mine fairly quickly, starting with all those weddings I was talking about. So my oldest sister got married, which was the first person in like my immediate family, even really kind of extended family, where it's, I don't know, it just was like so special for my family. It was like the first of the three girls in my family getting married. And it was so special. She did it in her backyard at her house in Quebec. And I was the maid of honor with my other sister. We were like co-maid of honors, which is a position I feel like I take very seriously. So, you know, part of that was being there for the dress shopping, planning the bachelorette, you know, coordinating weekly phone calls with my sister to be like, okay, where are you at? And booking Mm -hmm. like the tent and all of that stuff. So 
that I really enjoyed. And it really was like the perfect day. My sister was so happy. Like she was so happy where she's like, I don't want this day to end. And that obviously made me and my family so happy. So that was extremely special and probably the highlight of the year. I also mentioned my college roommate slash best friend from college got married as well in Dominican. So I got to be one of her bridesmaids and we did the whole bachelorette shebang for her as well, which was a really great time. I did pole dancing classes, which turns out I am not athletic for at all. <laughs> like very, very bad at that, but it was a fun, like new experience. I'll also say through the beginning of the year, there were so many like random things that popped up. Like I mentioned, the Raptors box experience was one of those. And I remember talking about this on the podcast where Tegan got tickets to a Raptors game in a box mm-hmm. and was like, I'll see if I can get you tickets. And literally like two, three days later at work, I got the opportunity for like a different game, different situation. But I was like, yeah. oh my God, it's happening. So that was great. I went to like drag shows in the like early part of the year. Like it was just so many good vibes. I talked last week's episode all about the Beyonce concert. Seeing her live was definitely a highlight, but that whole weekend that we had tag around the Beyonce concert was like a highlight of the year. So simple. We literally went to a comedy show on Friday, grabbed dinner on the waterfront. uh, We like shared, I think it was like a spicy sangria or something. Like it was just like, (laughs) prime July weekend we were enjoying a girls night and then Saturday we went to the Beyonce had like a fashion exhibit at Holt Renfrew then we went to her concert and then the next day I hopped on a plane and went to Montreal to do uh, my sister's bachelorette and spend a week in Montreal so that was just like a prime week that stands out to me or weekend into a week uh, that stands out to me from the whole year I also got to travel to Mexico City, uh, which is where my best friend is from. We went for a different wedding that neither of us were in, but we got to be guests at. And honestly, the highlight of that whole trip was the Frida Kahlo Museum. I got this obsession with Frida last year, and I feel like that was a manifestation moment for me where I was so obsessed Mm -hmm. with Frida, went to this immersive exhibit that they had in Toronto. My friend went with me and she was like, one time you should come to Mexico. My mom would like love to show us around. She'll take us to the museum. And then we literally lived that out uh, this past October. So that was also a highlight for me. Like the tacos there were so good, but my favorite place we went to was just this random street vendor by my friend's mom's house. He literally walked down two stores. So he's just like this like literal hole in the wall place. It's not even a place. It was like literally a hut where he makes tacos. He walked down, bought tortillas from the tortilla maker, walked back, made us our tacos, and we just ate them on the street. And I was just like, This is such a like simple pleasure in life, but like such a core memory from the year. And I was just the happiest girl in the world, which I am often when I'm traveling. So got to see Dominican and Mexico City, which was very special. And then two of my best friends also got their Canadian citizenship. The friend I went to Mexico with being one of them. And then on the friend side, I got to see my childhood best friend uh, who I hadn't seen since before the pandemic. And in that time, she has 
I was going to say she's made her second human and she now has like a, how old is he now? Two or three year old son that I hadn't met. So I got to meet him and then of course spend time with her, her husband and her older daughter uh, this summer, which was very special to me as well. And then the last thing that I'm going to throw into this is the most random memory, but it's also a core memory from this year. But through the summer, my mom, my parents live like two-ish hours outside of Toronto in like cottage country. So my mom came and picked me up for a long weekend. I can't even remember what long weekend it was. Maybe Canada Day. I don't remember. But anyway, she came. She picked me up. We just got on the road. I have my cat in the car. I'm all packed up. We're getting ready to make the two-hour drive north to my parents' house. And my mom's car makes this really weird noise. And I was like, mom, something is wrong with your car. And she's like, no, it's been doing this forever. It's fine. Sure enough, the car completely dies. We have to pull, call CAA, which is like, a, I don't know, a tow service, I guess. Like a, I don't know, a CAA in the States too. I don't feel like I probably don't need to explain CAA. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, we end up getting a tow truck and they tow us all the way north. And our tow truck driver was literally the best person in the whole world. Like he was like, okay, you have three options. One, we can sing songs. Two, we can play games. Or three, we can sit in silence. And me and my mom are like, we've never been in a tow truck before. We thought this was going to be like sketchy. And these are the three options. So I say not option one. Like I don't want to sing songs. He's like, option one? Great. So he teaches (laughs) us all these songs. I forget where he was from now. But he teaches us like all these songs in his first language and my mom's like having so much fun then the rest of the trip I was like no I said not number one so he's like okay let's play games instead so then we literally spent so long playing games with this man in this like tow truck he had (laughs) sheepskins on the back seat that I was like sitting on his little like book and I don't know it was just so funny where I was like this is the most wholesome tow truck experience ever we ended up stopping so like my mom could use the washroom he bought us coffee like it was the nicest thing but anyways that is another random but core memory from this year and if you're wondering what happened to my mom's car it was literally it was took into the car dealers or like the repair place the body shop I guess and then never came out. It was just 100% Damn, done. It was toast. My mom, yeah. And my mom was like, I really didn't know that was going to happen. But luckily, she got a new car pretty quickly after that. But it was like done, done. So whoa, a really shitty experience. But we made the best of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I feel like every year when we do these reflections the actual highlights are like the random little moments, not like the big planned out things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I kind of similarly thinking of my highlights. Well, going to Mexico was a big one. I'd already talked about that. And what was funny is normally when I go on vacations, I get like so hyped for them. I'm like, I watch every movie that's set there. I'm reading books that are set there. I'm doing a whole plan. And because this had happened so shortly after my grandma died, there was like no time to do any of that. So I was like, I guess I'm just going and we'll see what happens. And then it was so nice and chill. So that was amazing, obviously. Also being a rock star girlfriend slash wife was, I think, 
a big theme this year, which was nice. Yeah. And yeah, like my husband got to play one of the most iconic venues in Canada. So that was pretty cool. And then it was like, I got to be a part of that because I was just mm-hmm. weaseling around over there. And <laughs> it was too. just cool. I was part yeah. of it too. I'm Tegan's husband's biggest groupie and yeah. we're all okay with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So that was just, I don't know, an interesting experience and so much fun. The kind of thing that's just like, what even is my life? Literally like so busy that it didn't register until the day after. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, it's over. Like so weird. It's like Christmas almost where you wake up on Boxing Day and you're like, I guess Christmas is over. But Obviously, that was amazing. And I made so many friends, like all the musicians I got to hang out with the whole week. It literally felt like summer camp because we would see each other every day for hours and just be hanging out and eating and chatting. And so, again, waking up Sunday, I was like, I miss everyone. I want (laughs) to go hang out again. So that was interesting. We saw one of our friends from the event like three days later and she was like, everyone who I run into is like, your energy is so chaotic right now. And she's like, that's just where I'm operating. (laughs) And that was very much our vibe as well, which was fun. We also went to Calgary this year, which I hadn't been since I was in the third grade, I think. And so that was very fun. I just love going to the airport. I know some people hate it, I love it. So that was a fun vibe. We were there for my husband's champagne birthday. So we had some champers and hung out. We were in this like very beautiful Airbnb and they were having super warm weather, which was nice. So we could like walk around and yeah, that was awesome. I also joined a hockey team this year, which has been super fun. Every week I get better which I really love. And it is quite the workout. My team is still bad. So that means as the goalie, I get like the craziest workout every week. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, (laughs) that's what we signed up for. So like, let's get a sweat on. And so that's been fun. And I've made friends with like the other girls who are on the other team. And like, obviously made friends with my team. Now, like they come out to all of my husband's band shows and I get to hang with them. And it's just super fun. But sort of like what I was talking about at the beginning, some of my favorite memories are like our little girls cocktail evenings out on the town. Mm -hmm. I think our first one was in like February, maybe. And we we didn't do it that many times, like maybe like three or four times. Mm -hmm. But there were just some good mems like the weekend with the Beyonce show that was like a whole weekend and even like the last one where we met those baseball guys and we were just bar hopping and like it was so low-key so unplanned even that night I feel like we went to bed fairly early but it was just like this is the vibe and I love it so that was a definite highlight and seeing Hamilton in the front row And getting Thomas Jefferson to, like, give me a little wave was (laughs) all that I could have ever dreamed of. And, again, going to see the Raptors in a box, that's, like, these are all things that never even crossed my mind as a thing that I, you know what I mean? So that's crazy. Yeah, you couldn't even imagine putting these on your 
yeah. vision board or setting it as exactly. a goal, right? It yeah. would seem so. So that's why I'm like, next year, should I just go like crazy with my vision board? Because I always right? pull back and then it's like, yeah. yeah, as if girl. But now I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I can't yeah. achieve anything. Yeah, and true. Yeah, we had a great trip in the summer to upstate New York. And the last thing was like you mentioned getting PR for the podcast, getting invited to like influencer events. Again, things we never really thought we could do, but Mm -hmm. here we are doing it. And I just feel like it'll keep growing as Mm -hmm. like our audience keeps growing. So it was fun that like Daisy Jones and the six night we went to was just peak, peak us, I think. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, it's like, I don't know who these people are, but I'm just, like, crying in front of them. We're getting, like, yeah. vulnerable in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> Free wine. I, mean, I was like, bring yeah, on the wine, for, people. Yeah, popcorn. We got yeah. Po- yeah, like, it was such a wholesome night, and that yeah. was the perfect, so like, yeah, fun. first event for us. Yeah. Yeah. We, and then, yeah, so we did that one. I went to, like, a cookie event when you were oh, – yeah. was it at your sister's wedding or – you were out of town remember. for something. Yeah. I went to that. And then we went to a Pinterest event, which again, yeah. I feel like my vibe that evening was like chaotic in a negative way, <laughs> but it was still like so much fun and to get to like connect with people and just to feel like legitimate because yeah. I think as podcasters, it's not like on social platforms where you're getting feedback. Like we're not getting comments. Mm-hmm. so there are moments like I see numbers that people are listening yes, but exactly. it doesn't always feel like it until it's yeah. like oh here we are and we're cool podcasters because we're at Pinterest and you know so that was yeah. pretty cool yeah 100 percent. yeah I feel like just reflecting on both of our years I'm like wow we like as it. much as I can't yeah and as much as I can't believe it's the end of a year already it's like or at the end of another year already yeah. It's like, wow, so much did happen this year. Yeah, you know? we jammed a lot yeah. in, which is totally. why it felt so fast. If we were doing nothing, True. it would have dragged on. So I guess it's good, but yeah. it's still weird. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, maybe let's wrap this up with any thoughts that we have going into 2024. Do you want to maybe kick us off, Tay? Yeah, I I'm going to say that I normally do like a deeper journaly deep reflection at the start of January, but I'm going to try too. and set some like intentions here. Yeah. But they may change. So Fair. I like we won't hold you yeah, to this. <laughs> as if anyone would even care or notice, but I'm just going to say and we always do like a journal with me and I listen along with it and do the journaling along, so that's a big yeah. part of my goal setting process for the new year. But starting right now and after this sort of high level reflection I just did, I'm thinking (laughs) this is, I I don't even want to say it, but my theme for the next year is going to be to level up and be a badass bitch. Hell yes. (laughs) And I don't know. I've had this big realization this year. I've spent almost every other year very like scared and I'm like, I'm on the edge and I just want to make sure other people are happy and that kind of thing. Whereas now I'm like, it's all on me. I've got this. Like I found this in work. This is the first year of my Mm -hmm. work where if people are saying things that are stupid, 
I'm like, no, that's you a let bad them idea. know. Yeah. <laughs> Where you before tell I'd be them like, it's wow, what a great idea. This is fantastic. And especially if I'm getting like negative feedback that I know isn't justified or warranted, I'm like, mm, no, we're not going to do that. And so I'm trying to bring that energy into everything because I feel like it's going to help transform the other parts of my life. And I also want to be more selfish, which I think is where I'm starting to get this attitude. And it's like prioritizing myself, giving myself grace, being selfish. And like, I'm going to work hard and I'm going to fight, but not for anyone else but myself because I'm too tired. We'll we'll see what happens by the summer reflection if I'm in the same headspace. But that's where I'm at right now. And so I want to continue to perfect my routines. I want to do daily physical movement. I'm like toying with the idea of a gym membership because I feel like that would be an obvious way to kind of like level up my life Mm -hmm. and surround myself with other like badass people. But I'm not 100% sold. So we'll see. This will be more reflection needed. One thing, I feel like this is going to be a whole long story, but I got my sleep test results back. Oh, yeah. And so normal sleep apnea is you're waking up every, or you're waking up five times an hour. In my normal sleep, I'm waking up 2.5 times. So I'm waking up, but it's not sleep apnea. However, when I'm in deep REM sleep, I'm waking up 12 times an hour. And the doctor was like, we don't know what that means. There hasn't been that much study done on this. There is something wrong, but it's not sleep apnea. And so he thinks that it's actually just psychological, that I'm worrying too much. When I get really relaxed and my brain's relaxing, it's going haywire. And then he's like, when you're waking up, you're not falling back asleep because then you're thinking about the world. And I was like, you're right, bro. And so his suggestion currently is good sleep hygiene. Number one being no phone in the bedroom, which as someone who loves her TikTok and has been trying to grow her TikTok, this is a big (laughs) hardship for me because it's like, well, if anyone follows me, you see me, I'm like replying to comments at 1130 at night and it like, it just brings me a lot of joy. And so there's always been this battle where I'm like, I deserve to relax. I deserve Mm -hmm. to like scroll TikTok, but I'm like, but I also know that it's bad for me. And so- I'm trying to pull back on that no TikTok before bed. This would obviously help my reading goal as well. If it's like I can't yeah, be on my true. phone, all I can do is read. But it is so hard. And I feel like like I cut out sugar. I do like mm-hmm. alcohol-free months. No problem. Cutting out phone use is so hard for me because it's my work. That's where my friends yeah. are. And obviously, it's like the dopamine hit. So that's a big one. And then, like I said, reading 35 books, watching 100 movies, and we want to buy a house. So Yay. that's the big one. We yeah. will see. But that's like, that's why we've been hustling so hard. And yeah. we have a plan. But that's that's the big goal to finish off my being a badass here. Oh, my God. I'm so hyped. I'm like, <laughs> just, I love this so much for yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see. It, it'll yeah. be interesting because totally. it's not and, in my nature, but I'm like, this yeah. is what I want. So this is what I have to do. Yeah, totally. And again, yeah. it's like, 
hearing you say this, like, yes, we're hyped about it. And we're like, yeah. yes, you go girl. But it's like, yeah, actually doing this stuff is very, very hard, you know, like to stand up for yourself when you think something at work, like that is actually a very hard thing to do. So it might sound silly to some people to be like, no, nope, yeah. this year is all about me, you know, and being selfish. I think that word has a very negative connotation to it. Like the idea of being selfish. I know at yeah. least for me, I like yeah. fear being selfish, but it's like, no, you need to be selfish and like focus on yourself in order to level up and be the person you want to be. So I love this for you so much, Tag. You know me, Thanks. cheering you on as always. <laughs> yep. It'll be, I, I feel like if I can do it, it'll be great, but it'll be yes. a hardship. So totally. Yeah. And on the whole sleep hygiene thing, interestingly enough, my sister gave up social media last February and she was doing it for mm -hmm. a month. And it was the same reason you're talking about TikTok before bed, where it's like, yeah. why is this so hard? But she ended yeah. up using that as motivation to be like, no, like I refuse to let this lose. Yeah. yeah I've refused to lose. Exactly. Yeah. To my phone, you know? Yeah. And she's still not back on social media. Like she was, okay, I went one month. I don't need it. And then she was like, okay, now it's two months. And next thing you know, it's almost a year later and she hasn't been on social media. And she just came yeah. to visit me a few weekends ago. And, you know, I'm like taking the Insta shot and like doing a little photo shoot because we're in like really cute little festive photo ops in these places downtown. And she's like, man, it's so nice not having social media and like caring about this anymore, you know? And I was like, that right. must be so liberating. But at the same time, it's hard, you know, so hopefully you can find a good balance, obviously not giving yeah. it up altogether and, you know, like still having it bring joy and be your way of relaxing, but it's like yeah. only during certain times that won't interfere with your sleep hygiene and your routines yeah. and things like exactly. that. Exactly. Well, and I think yeah. it's linked to, I need to set boundaries with other things in my life so that I have yes. time to relax. That's not yeah. half an hour before bed. Yeah. Totally. So <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. my vision. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. it. Okay. I'm really struggling to come up with like a word or theme for 2024, which is usually like this time of year lingering in the back of my mind where I'm like, I just have like I don't know, this might sound silly, but I'm thinking my year of discipline. Like I remember saying that last year, being like, that right. discipline's such a weird word, but that's yeah. just the one lingering in my head. This year, I don't really have a word in my head. And I think when you said selfish, that actually resonated with me as well. But really for 2024, I'm wanting to get back onto my personal development journey. And the word that is kind of lingering in my mind is like year of transformation, but it's like, damn girl, that is a big call to action. And like right. a big, you know, I don't have areas of my life that I want to overhaul by any mean, but by any means, sorry, but there's just something where I'm like, I'm ready to take on the next thing. or I'm ready to take on more in the sense of, I don't know. I just feel like I was saying that I'm very comfortable right now and I haven't been pushing myself too much, partially because I have been in a, I think we've all been in a like fragile mental state through the past few years through the pandemic. And then, you know, we're coming out of that now and I'm feeling the best I felt in years. Like I'm feeling confident mm -hmm. in myself again to finally push myself more where, you know, a few years 
for the past few years, I've been like, no, we're just going to do our best and that's good enough. But no, I'm feeling ready for more now and like challenging myself, pushing myself. So when I turned 28 back in October, I set like intentions and focuses for myself. And these are things, again, that came up through my therapy journey, but also just things that are like top of mind for like reinventing the narrative I have about myself for myself, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, So I'll read through those real quick for you guys, because these are like super top of mind for me ending this year, going into the next year. And I feel like you can kind of see where my head is at and how this is kind of leading into the whole like year of transformation. Another thing that I've been thinking about is kind of back on the whole thought of like showing up for myself. I was listening to this manifest manifestation podcast and they're talking all about aligned action. So exactly what you were saying, Tag, where it's like, I just want to be a badass bitch badass bitch show up for myself like give it 110 percent and see what happens so they were calling this kind of aligned action so I'm like okay maybe my year of aligned action like actually putting my money where my mouth is I don't know Mm. but anyways the intentions that I had again I'm reading from my journal here back around the campfire but set and respect boundaries for myself so I think you were already talking about that we recently put out an episode about that talking about boundaries in every area of your life. So that mm-hmm. is number one. I really have the habit of putting other people ahead of myself and taking on other people's problems as if they're my own problems, if that's at work with my friends. And then I'm always with my family too. And then I'm always like, why is my mental health so bad? Like, why am I so mm-hmm. stressed when there's not even that much going on? But I just have a really hard time not taking on other people's things. So that is the biggest boundary and applies to every area of my life. Uh, The next thing is communicate my needs and ask for help. So I was talking about the word selfish with my therapist and she's like, Mm. being selfish is not a bad thing. Like you need to be selfish. You know, you need to advocate for yourself and, you know, be your cheerleader. You need to, you know, show up for yourself, be there. You need to make your own dreams come true essentially because nobody else will. And she was like, what if we rephrase the word selfish to are my needs being met? And that Mm -hmm. was a total game changer for me. And I think this goes hand in hand with setting boundaries. So asking for help, telling people, you know, I can't take this on right now because I have X, Y, and Z going on or, Mm -hmm. you know, asking my friends when they're looking for solutions versus when they're just looking to rant, that sort of thing. So that all falls into communicating my needs and asking for help. This is something I already mentioned, but don't take life too seriously and enjoy it. I am one of the most intense people you'll ever meet. (laughs) I take everything, not even that I take things very seriously because I think I'm a very goofy, silly person, but it's like, if again, if you have a problem and you tell me about it, I'm like asking follow-up questions. I'm giving Mm -hmm. you advice. Like I'm very intense, which you guys know if you listen to this podcast a lot. (laughs) And it's like going back to just growing up and like being so intense about everything for so long, you just learn it's not all that serious, you know, and not everything needs to be a big deal and be so intense. So that's something I'm really trying to work on. And then just focusing on myself. So, you know, not comparing myself to other people, not doing Mm. things for other people's opinions and thoughts and validation, but just really going back to that college Sadie who had a vision for herself and was like, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to make this happen. So really getting back to that. 
And then the last thing we also talked about a bit already is practicing compassion for myself. So not beating myself up when Mm -hmm. I fall off the routine, fall off the discipline and healthy habits. If I miss a day at yoga or a week at yoga, or I go a week with eating crappy food like I'm in right now (laughs) in this like stage of not having groceries and it's stressing me out. And I'm like, oh my God, girl, just go to the grocery store. Anyways, doesn't matter. I'm very hard on myself. So that's part of not taking life so seriously, focusing Mm -hmm. on myself, also being kind to myself. So I don't know what all this boils up to (laughs) and there's not really any clear goals in there, but I think I'll work through that next level of detail through the journal with us episode which is coming next week, spoiler alert, and just into early January as well. Yeah, I love it. I feel like both of our goals were kind of focused around like taking care of ourselves, prioritizing ourselves, which is good. And I feel like you're either a person who needs to do that or you're a person who needs to do the opposite of that. And there's like no in between. So Yeah, I'm excited for the new year. I feel like it'll be, if it's like on the same wavelength that this year was on, it's going to be banana town. So in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. We will see. But I think we can wrap up this episode by saying if you're someone who hasn't even thought about doing a yearly reflection or you're feeling behind and stressed about like your anxiety, like don't feel stressed, you know, and even if you're like, I have no idea what I want out of the year ahead. Like, I think, you know, the calendar year can be very daunting this time of year where it's like December 31st is looming. And then, oh my gosh, it's New Year's and it's January 1st. I don't have a plan for this year. Like, I think anytime we talk about goal setting, I try to remind you guys, because again, I often need this reminder that you can ease into it. You know, you don't need to be Mm -hmm. so intense and hard on yourself about it. So it's okay if you go into January, feel it out. And then maybe by the end of January, you know, you have a vision for the year ahead. Like doesn't really need to be as cut and like, I don't know, intense as I think people kind of make it out to be. So yeah. Sure, new year, new you, but it doesn't need to be right on January 1st. Totally. I actually always start mine on January 2nd as a point. Yeah. <laughs> like, it I'm is the principle. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was just like partying until midnight last night. Today's not the day to start my life on a the new page. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and it even as much as I said, you know, it doesn't need to be for January 1st. Hopefully some of the things we talked about get the ball rolling in your head as well. And join us next week for a journal with us episode. If you haven't done one one of those with us before, it's essentially like a guided journal session where we just read out journal prompts, we yeah. play some music, and then the just carving out the time and space for you to actually journal and reflect and answer the journal prompts. So if you're new to journaling or if you're feeling encouraged to do your own self-reflection and planning for 2024, but don't know where to start, definitely tune into next week's episode. You can also find us on social media. We're at our golden twenties. That's on TikTok, As we mentioned, go follow Tegan's advent calendar, but also on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. We have Spotify playlists, lots of like journal feel good episode or not episodes journal. <laughs> wait, what am I saying? Feel good playlist. playlist. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. 
Um, and then we also have a Patreon, which is the best way to support the podcast for as little as $2 a month. You get some exclusive content there um, as well as get access to all of our episodes early. So go check that out. But that is it for now. We will see you next Tuesday and happy holidays. Happy holidays.